Welcome to Lifestyles of the Poor and Unknown. We're high up in the Rockies where the good vibrations go. I have a special guest today, and his name is Zeth Saxon. And Zeth is friends of the Aspen Animal Shelter, and he takes good care of doggies because he's always, look at his dog sitting on his lap. This dog loves him. I mean, he's, and so... Zeth, where do we start? Well, let's let's yeah, like, where are you from? How about that? Oh gosh, grew up in Dallas, um, and then came on vacations here with my family from throughout. I was born in '69, so the '70s and '80s. This is where we vacationed, and when I was, and then I went to college in Tucson, and upon graduation, I uh, was either going to go back to grad school or I had a, a field biologist kind of job at the time. And I, my parents told me to follow my dreams. And although I was really excited to go to grad school and all that sort of stuff, I always wanted to be a dog sled musher at Krablunik here in Snowmass Village. And so I followed their advice, and I moved here, and I was a dog sled musher. And then, uh, lo and behold, we, I lived in a, a house with uh, on Brush Creek Road heading up to Snowmass Village. I lived in a house with seven people and seven dogs, and we had a mouse problem. And I went to the local animal shelter, the Aspen Picking County Animal Shelter, to adopt a mouser, just a cat that would, would be our pet and kill mice. And the minute that I walked into this uh, old shelter, just an old cinder block building in the back of the Aspen Airport Business Center, the minute I walked in, I was home. Like I knew that I had found my place and I volunteered there and then I, I ran the front desk for $10 an hour and and. And eventually, it just it, it, it became such a part of me, I never left. And uh, so fast forward 28 years, and here we are today. And now you are the president of the Animal Shelter. Yeah, well, president of our non- – we have a nonprofit, Friends of the Aspen Animal Shelter. And then for the, for the Aspen Animal Shelter, I like to just say I'm the director. Or just Seth. You know, nothing special, but I love it, and I love, uh, I love taking care of the animals. I love – placing them in, in responsible, loving homes. And it, what makes it really neat that I, that I enjoy tremendously about it is that um, we've created a self-sustaining facility where the animals with homes support the animals without homes. So we have a boarding kennel and a pet shop and a grooming shop, and that all generates the revenue to support the homeless guys, like Lake here, who's a homeless pet at the shelter. And then eventually it becomes a virtuous circle. They call it an economics because Lake will be adopted, as will the other homeless dogs, and they will then pet shop with us and groom with us and board with us, and they're generating revenue for the next generation of dogs that come through. And you're well-established in town. I mean, every Saturday you're at the farmer's market, and, yeah. and people will come over and say hi to Zeth, you know, and check out dogs. And, and he just said, anyone watching this, is that this beautiful little dog named Lake is... Wants a home. We got to find a home for her. Yeah, Lake. she's great. She's a uh, just going on four months. She's a pit bull mix out of a litter of nine. Uh, we have two left, and she's been really well socialized. Um, we've had her. We've had this litter since they were about eight weeks old, and so they have been raised with children and other dogs, and just exposed to everything. And um, what I really like about Lake is she's very um, comfortable with herself. Like, not many four-month-old pups are just going to crash out in your lap in a new strange place next to a dog they've never met before. And I think she's a really special, sweet dog. 
Yeah, she looks really cute. Uh, and she's a little shy. Right now she's not, she's still attached. Well, but she she's but to. she's not, she's friendly with strangers. So I wouldn't call her shy. I would just say that she's not obnoxious. Yeah. So she's, well, she she's, didn't, she didn't want to stay with me. She, when you get, get yeah. in the leash, she wanted to, yeah. she wanted to go with you. She's a, she's, she's a happy, playful pup. Um, and, but definitely isn't, isn't barky and yappy and just running all over the place. Uh, how big um, will she get? She'll be pretty big. Her mom was about 60 pounds. I'd, I'd say she's going to be like 60 to 70 pounds. So if you kind of picture like a, a female lab size, oh. um, so yeah, but she'll be, she'll be a good, strong, athletic dog. And she'll be good around kids. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, because of the socialization, I mean, we like to tell everybody that they have pit bull in them. Um, just, you know, uh, for full disclosure, and some of the best dogs I've met have been pit bulls, and some of the worst dogs I've met have been pit bulls, and a lot, it's nature nurture, and a lot of it is, is how you raise them, and sure. uh, I, like I was saying, I feel like she's been really well socialized, but after having the shelter for 28 years, I do feel most comfortable adopting pit bulls and pit bull mixes to incredibly knowledgeable, well-versed families who have raised puppies before, and know what they're doing because if you take a dog like this and you don't socialize it and it just lives sequestered in your home and doesn't grow up interacting with other dogs and people and children and new experiences, then you, you could have a problem on your hands. Um, so that's, yeah. Now, the whole, part of the whole process is socializing, you know, getting yeah. them used to people and children and all that. The, um, so Pee Wee yeah. is, um, he's eight years old now. And I got him, and we were talking earlier about you. You were in Sedona. He comes from the Humane Society in Sedona. That's I got awesome. him as a puppy. Nice. And we've been together for eight years, and we're pretty bonded. We're tight. Yeah, he's a that's a well-behaved dog. Once <laughs> again, we're talking about gentle, affectionate, dignified dogs. Like Petey's hanging here and letting a stranger touch him, and he's not bouncing all over the place. It's yeah. cool. That's he's he's really good with that, um, and that's key to socializing. You know, I mean, if you don't get your dog out and you know, do that, introduce them to people and let them play right. with other pets and all that, then they they might be uncontrollable. Yeah, um, I like to say that socialization. People talk about training a, a dog. I think before you even talk about training, whether I, I look at training as like, let's train the dog to sit, let's train the dog to go retrieve the newspaper, let's train the dog to do this and that. I think it's. That's really important, but the base layer of everything is socialization, whether you're raising a horse or a human or a dog. Socialization, and that many people think of that as training, but it's socialization. It's walking down the street, letting your dog meet strangers. It's sure. teaching your dog not to bark at horses. You know, go, let them go meet the carriage horses out there. So if you're on the trail hiking and your, horse encounter, your dog encounters a horse, it's not going to freak out barking and get the, the rider bucked off and, you know, just to <laughs> teaching everybody to be a good citizen. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And, and, and of course, if you have a good citizen, a good person that yeah. gives a dog a lot of love and right. takes care of it. I wouldn't have a dog if I was working all day long. Yeah. I mean, the reason I got Pee Wee is because I don't work. Right. And he's with me 24-7, seven days a week. He travels with me everywhere I go, Pee Wee goes. And if he can't go, I don't go, you know. I mean, right. I don't fly much anymore because I can't take him with me. And, right. Um, but he's he's really uh, been good, um, and I was oh when I you know when I first got him, I ha I was I was living in my van at the time, and um, he pooped on the bed, 
And then I went, oh, no, 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 no. You ain't going to be pooping on my bed, boy. Yeah. So I went and bought a place in uh, uh, Sedona Shadows. It's sort of senior community. I bought a trailer. Yeah. Because it, it had a little yard with a doggy door. And we began the process of getting him potty trained. Right. Nice. And, and then once we did that, then I let him back in the van, and he was good. He, you know, good. He, tells, he tells me when he's got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, when, I, when I've raised puppies, more in my younger days, uh, when I used to take a lot of puppies home from the shelter, I would um, sleep with, I love crate training, by the way, but I, I couldn't, I always wanted I to hold them. That. It's tough love, but what I would do is I'd sleep with the puppies in bed when I didn't, you know, at that point I didn't want to crate train, and I would tie a little um, thread to my wrist and then to the dog, so we're sleeping, but when they would wake up in the middle of the night because they had to go to the bathroom, it would move my hand and I'd wake up, and then I'd rush them immediately outside, and so... That was my uh, my you know puppy training method 101 back in the day. That's really sweet uh, to do that. You know, uh, did everybody hear that? Did you listen to what he just said? He tied a little string, yeah. slept with the dog, and when the dog woke up, it still works today. That's it works. good. I I wish I'd have known that because uh, I got the little cage thing and yeah yeah no but I love now as a a married guy with a with a little three and a half month old human child and. And ten dogs of my own, and horses, and all that sort of stuff. I uh, I I love crate training. I think it's it works quickly. It mm -hmm. teaches them also to be alone. When you do the method I was talking about, I definitely raised some uh, codependent dogs that were were needy and had to be with me all the time because that's how I was, and I was projecting that on them, and they were coming back at me, and it was a you know a very needy relationship. Um, but now I think crates are neat because they teach them to be house trained, and that's their den. But on top of that, it's teaching them to be alone and learn that it's okay to be alone with yourself. And a lot of people don't allow their dogs um, th that, that time and space to learn that it's okay. Chill out. Be comfortable with yourself. Um, because we're all filling a void in our life with our dogs. Um, I like to say it's not really always about the dog. Even when people, whether they're rescuing or they're taking their dog everywhere, a lot of times they're 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 filling the, the the hole in their heart or in their mind or whatever. Absolutely. And so, I think it's healthy, healthy, healthy to say, okay, I love you to death. You're awesome, but we're gonna have some alone time. You go you go do your thing. I'm gonna go eat. Uh, I'm gonna go eat dinner with people. You know, and, and I don't have to have you like you were saying. You bring your dog everywhere. That's cool. But I don't have to have you with me. We can be apart for for a meal. And uh, I used to live more like you in college and, and then when I first moved out here. And as I reflect on it, I just I see that it was awesome and I but I definitely created some dogs that weren't as, as healthy as I think my dogs today that I say like, okay, go run around, have fun, I'll I'm doing my thing over here. Um, but you know, I was I was young and out of college and, and that was my crutch and I took my dog everywhere and I wanted to project to the world who I was. You know, hey, here's my cool scruffy dog, and I'm a mountain man, and I'm living now in Aspen, Colorado, <laughs> and I here I'm I'm going skiing, and I'm taking my dog with me, and you know, as you get older, you're sort of like, okay, I can go skiing with my friends, and I can do this and that. So. Yeah, I say he's with me. He's not always with me. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's really smart. If I'm on the computer, he goes in the corner, you know, and yeah. he, he, he'll sit down. And when I close the computer, he gets up. Yeah. Uh, when I went to the pound to pick him up, or I, I didn't go to the pound to get a dog. It was, a, you know, I went to the pound to see the dogs. Right. And, uh, you know, and I got to the cage where, you know, 
where the little dogs were in there, you know, all yipping, rah, 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 rah. and he was in a corner on a towel. He's just laying there, you know. And I said, "Let me see that guy." Cool. And I said, "Where he is? He doesn't, you know, he doesn't respond to anything. He doesn't get all excited about anybody or anything. Uh, and he stays with me. That's important." Yeah, that I've, was another I've, part I've of the training. I've seen you walking around town. This dog sticks to you like glue. <laughs> he cool. won't let me out of his sight. I'm his humble servant. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's like. I'm I'm a service human. Yeah, no, it's uh, awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, I, of course, you know, you gotta feed him and uh, clean him, and I chauffeur him. I'm his personal chauffeur, right, right. his humble servant. Clean his, you know, feed him, clean up his poo poo, and I mean, I tell yeah. you, I, I take good care of this boy. He's nice. spoiled. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We got we have a few more things we want to just talk about, share. And now, so we were talking about Pee Wee, and I got Pee Wee and Sedona. And you brought this picture. I don't know if you'll be able to see it or not. You want me to hold it up? Let's maybe just pick it up. This actually ties no, into Sedona. No, no, don't pick it. You can see it. So yeah, that's interesting. That's an artist, Ron Burns, who ties into Sedona because back in '92, when I was at our our old animal shelter here in Aspen in the business center. A nice guy walked in who was from Sedona and said, "Hey, I'm an artist, and I like I, you know I have this idea. I want to go to animal shelters and take photographs of the homeless pets, and then I'm going to do paintings from from them and create prints. And I want to sell the prints, and then I want to give donations back to to local animal shelters. And I thought he was a really nice guy, but I thought in five million years I wouldn't see the guy or hear of him again or hear from him. And he, uh, so I, we had a great time for a couple hours. He took photographs for the dogs and I was young and bright eyed and bushy tailed and was happy to give my time to him. And the dogs got some loving. And then lo and behold, about six months, a year later, you know, I got a check for like $400 or something. And he said, and, and some prints. And he said, you're not going to believe this. My idea took off and I'm selling them. And I said, well, that's fantastic. And I hung them on the wall at the shelter. And then fast forward, like, you know, five, ten years later, and he is currently the uh, artist in residence for the Humane Society of the United States. But it's cool because he always mentions us, and his idea started at the Aspen Animal Shelter. And um, I just thought that was interesting, and I brought that because that's a Sedona guy as well, and you you obviously uh, love Sedona and speak of Sedona often. Yes, I do. Um, I we got a few things we want to do while you're here, so uh, I don't know time-wise yet, but let's, real quick, uh, you're taking photo. Well, tell me about oh, this. this. So that's one of the fundraisers for our nonprofit, Friends of the Aspen Animal Shelters, our nonprofit. We uh, neuter over 1,000 animals for free every year, starting with all the dogs and cats in the, the Roaring Fork Valley and beyond. Um, but we also do a lot of work on the Navajo Indian Reservation, and so um, one of our fundraisers is the calendar, and people make a donation and they put their pets in our calendar, whether you want your pet on the cover or on the inside pages or on the back cover. And it's a really neat way that um, I like to, when people make a donation, I like to give back. And so it's a neat way that people can donate, but they also have their pet in the calendar. And then often they use that calendar as a coffee table book and, right. and leave it out on the coffee table for the year. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, this is good. Um, and they got and of course, I don't know if you can see, we got a picture of... Oh, thanks. You, um, you snapped that, that of me at the yeah, farmer's market. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's awesome. And I went down and had it blown up. That's and cool. So we could thanks. have it here today. And, nice. and Zeth with one of his dogs. Yeah. And again, you know, contact the uh, Aspen Animal Shelter and find out about this having your yeah, dog you guys in the calendar. Want, we're actually, it's great timing because we're in, we're in the fall right now and we close it out um, soon uh, so that it's ready for 2020. 
And if people ever want to call us, whether it's for the calendar or to visit with Lake or any of the other homeless pets, whether you like dogs or cats or birds or reptiles, you can call us at 970-544-0206. We're open every single day of the year from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Never been closed in 28 years. We're there. We want people, like we talk about socialization, we want people to socialize with the animals. So obviously adoption is our final end goal, but it's uh, the, 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 the end is so important, but the, the means to get there is equally important, and we need people to, to touch these dogs and handle them, and we need tall guys with hats on and sunglasses because a lot of dogs are scared of tall guys and sunglasses when they're not socialized well. We need all shapes and sizes of people, and we need them to love these animals. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And you'll get a lot of love back if you treat them right. I mean, I, saw, you know, I really believe that a dog's personality reflects the person that's taking care of them. Yeah, I would uh, agree. Because uh, if you if you you got a dog that's barking and and always mean to people, it's probably the reflection of the person. Oftentimes, you know? yeah. yeah, it's a, um, yeah. You see a lot of nervous, see a lot of nervous ladies with nervous dogs. Yeah. And I, uh, as as time has gone by at the shelter, because we also have a boarding kennel, so I am more and more honest with people when they when their dogs are ill, when they're dropping their dog off for boarding, and they. Or like, no, no, Pepe, come here. I want to give me one more kiss. Give mommy one more kiss. Oh my God, oh my God. Here, you need my t shirt. You need my scent with you. You need this. You need and my socks and my like, underwear. But it's like, it's like, it's like a mom <laughs> dropping their kid off at kindergarten. You, you want your child to know you love them, but in a, a very, a more stable, uh, grounded way rather than creating a neurotic child. Like, okay, don't have fun with your, 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 your uh, you know, the other children. Be, miss me and stare out the window all day and think about me because mommy loves you. Mommy loves you. It's like no, let's let's all raise healthier healthier dogs and children. So. Absolutely, you got it. Okay, so um, we're having fun here. We're talking about dogs. We're dog lovers, and we everybody that is, has a dog will call uh, Zeth at the uh, Friends of Aspen Animal Shelter. I, I just real quick, the, the doggies that are on the table here is, uh, was donated here to us today for by Tony Thompson, who's at the Red Brick, and she does these sculptures, and they're pretty cool. Yeah. And then the painting behind Zeth, it comes from the Royal Gallery. They, they uh, one of the underwriters, and they let us have that picture to, with Snoopy. It's Snoopy up there. And... Um, so that's a little plug for all the support here today. And then we'll come back if we got time to talk. What do we want to talk about, Zal? Oh, gosh. Well, to keep in line with talking about um, socialization being important and we want volunteers, I, I want to encourage everyone because the shelter, um, first and foremost, we're an animal shelter, obviously, and we have so much else going on, but it feels like a community center. So whether you're a mom and dad with kids and you're a local or you're here on vacation or whether you're going on a first date and you need sort of a, an icebreaker and, and, and need something else to direct your energy and your attention at, I want people to always uh, keep the animal shelter in mind or, or say you want to operate ski in the, in the wintertime. Um, we're, we're a destination it's become and it really does feel like we're, we're sort of a part of the fabric of the community and people come and whether you're coming and you're just going to spend a half hour and meet some dogs and cats or if you want to come spend part of the day, um, I, I just want everyone to know we're not only are, are we there for you, but you're, you're then there for the animals, and it's just win-win. And we even have a, uh, a filler ad in the newspaper that says, exercise your, your heart, walk a dog, cuddle a cat at the Aspen Animal Shelter, because it's just it's, it's, 
it's win-win for everybody. It's awesome. Good. And I, I, obviously, you described what it, the uh, kennel was like when you first got here. Now you have a really nice kennel out there. Oh, nice. At, at yeah. The ABC. Thanks. Yeah. And um, so you, uh, what was I going to say? We were, talk, we were talking about. Um, I can tell you about social. more animals that are up for adoption. Yeah. This um, okay. You, I mean, you said you said a lot. So oh, it's a couple. That's okay. No, I can it's keep great. going. I know you can. But it was something you said. It was really caught my attention. It's yeah. like it. I, you know, um, with taking care of, of a dog. I mean, I, like I said, I don't. I, I don't work. I mean, I. Peavy's with me. What I do I'm, as right. an artist, I can, you know, I can take him everywhere I go. Right. And uh, I don't like to leave him alone. And I don't think he's like emotionally unstable or anything. Right, you know, he right. has a personality yeah. problem. He seems to be pretty good. Everybody loves him and he's real friends with everybody. Everybody yeah. knows Peewee. So that's, you know, like you said, it's very important to um, take care of a dog. I mean, I hate seeing dogs being abandoned or neglected and, you know, and just not getting, yeah. you, you know, don't, you don't see abused, that too abused. much in our community. We live in a, we live in a pretty responsible community, the whole Valley. Right. That's what I wanted to say. Aspen is a, uh, a, 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 oh a, Aspen, Pitkin County, the entire Roaring Fork Valley. People love their pets. People seem to be incredibly responsible. And even if somebody has a nine to five full-time job and they're an accountant and they can't, concentrate on their dog it oftentimes they either take lunch breaks take their dogs hiking or they go before work or we have a a boarding kennel at, at the shelter um with doggy daycare so they drop the dogs off and and keep the dog on the we have a webcam and they can watch them on the computer while <laughs> they're working but so that's why like you're in an, an ideal situation that you can have your dog with you all day but it's still i, I always tell people don't rule out having a, a dog even if you work nine to five because you know, whether you can bring your dog to work or you send it to daycare or you take a break in the middle of the day or you have a pet sitter come by, like there are a million ways to, to work around it. And it's, it's different for every dog. So I never make blanket general statements about, I make many absolute statements and I'm very judgmental, but not about that because I mean, some of the best dogs, I like some, some rescues across the country won't adopt out to somebody if they don't own their home and have a Fenced in yard, for example. Some of the coolest, happiest dogs I've ever met are owned by homeless people. Right. So a homeless guy is with his dog all day, and whether he's hiking around and sleeping down by the river or he's sleeping at a community center that lets him bring his dog there, that's that's a happy life for a dog. And so, and then I've met some amazing dogs that live in a you know live in a 400 square foot studio with people, but the guy happens to be a long distance runner. And the guy goes on long runs with his dog, and then his dog's content to sleep all day. So, um, you know, once again, we're all judgmental. I think that's part of human nature, and I think it's healthy and good. I don't like when I meet someone who doesn't have judgment, that sort of pisses me off because deep down inside they're judging. They're just not expressing it, you know. But um, so we're all going to judge, but uh, especially with dogs, unless somebody's, unless you know someone's situation, you shouldn't judge because I do, uh, I do see um, speaking about individuals and also other animal shelters, I do see people um, do grand generalizations. But I understand in a bigger town where you don't know everyone, you have to set those, those guidelines because, but, because true, maybe some homeless people aren't going to be do good dog owners or somebody that lives in a studio isn't. But also yeah. someone that lives on Red Mountain on 35 acres, they might not be a good dog owner either. So I, we try to take every single situation well, they, on an individual basis. They can afford to get a dog setter, you know? Right, right. So, so. anyway, I got a five here countdown. Uh, 
Zeth, and I want to thank you so much for yeah. coming in. I really thank appreciate you. it. It was really fun and talking about dogs, and we love dogs. And uh, uh, this is Zeth Saxon from the Friends of Aspen Animal Shelter. Uh, please con go by, say hi, um, go look at a dog, uh, or at least take dog for a walk. Yeah, right? whatever. We just like people to come on in because. Uh, Every and you have events, so real quick. Yeah. You do uh, you have a big annual uh, Oh, yeah. We have our that? Dog Day Afternoon Community Carnival every summer in July. Uh-huh. That's a blast. We have uh, all the restaurants in town. We tent in the whole parking lot, and it's free food, free drink, live music, adoptable pets, a bounce house for kids. So it's talking about community, and, and uh, you know, like we're the fa- a part of the fabric of the community. We love it, and we just want everyone to come and be involved. And it's free, but for those who want to donate, they can donate. And so that's kind of the vibe we like to, to roll with. We're not we're not desperate, and the dogs are even if you don't donate a dollar, the dogs are going to eat. We're all good. Thank you for watching Lifestyles of the Poor and Unknown. My name is Hinton Harrison, and I had a special guest today, uh, Zeth Saxon from the Aspen Animal Shelter, and. Uh, I want to thank you for watching, and this is my little boy, Pee-wee, and we want to uh, tell you how much we love doggies, right, Pee-wee? Yeah, you give a little baby boy. He's my little bundle of love, and I love him so much, Pee-wee boy. We love dogs, and if you uh, stay tuned, you'll see uh, some pictures of people and their dogs.